virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's 5 September in the year of our Lord 2022. It's Monday. It's Labor Day. And this is our Labor Day special that we do every year. Dr. Peter Navarro has joined us. Uh, and Peter Navarro has said, hey, this is MAGA Day. It's one of the reasons that we love doing this show every year on this day. President Trump would uh, memorialize it every year. He'd work harder than he ever worked on Labor Day with guys like Dr. Peter Navarro in the White House to make sure he was bringing jobs back to America and driving this economy for working class and middle class people all over the nation and, quite frankly, the world. The world economy was in better shape is now we're falling off a cliff. Peter, in the last time, before I go on, we're going to talk about the economics of the world and where we are and where people are in the United States and about your book about solutions. But I want to make sure we go back in in, in, because some of the details you're putting up are so important. The appropriate if we take that when we take the house, one of the key things that the founders gave the house, because the house they viewed as kind of like the House of Commons, right? was that uh, and the house really has the most power in it you know this the the senate and although back then it was supposed to be by state legislatures which we still should be um is really the personnel department um because it approves you got to get everything through there of the four thousand uh political appointees one thousand are senate confirmed so it's i call it the human resources of the personnel department because you gotta you've got to get confirmed that process particularly for trump maga people as you know is is brutal and i only say kiddingly if if you were up for treasury secretary i would want the tv rights to your confirmation hearing because it would be it would be guns free um the other thing the senate does is treaties and treaties used to be more important i think in the old days are still very important that's why they don't bring out you know this from the trade deals how tough it is to get through the senate what you have to do but the house is where the action is the appropriations process you, you buried something because i don't think people at home understand when you say this buzzword, buy American, hire American, which logically should be so, and everybody runs around from Rokahan and everybody talking about it, but it's actually very difficult because all the vested interests that are globalist in, 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 um, in, uh, in their direction. You mentioned John McCain, one of the hardest you had in looking at the appropriations bill where they, remember, everything in D.C., it comes off the appropriations bill because budgets don't mean anything. The political rhetoric's all happy talk where the deals get cut, the most powerful committee in Washington, D.C. is the House Appropriations Committee. That is where basically the beef gets carved up, right? And you said it was interesting. You said you and your great deputy had to be on the trigger coming out of appropriation with the Senate because John McCain, wasn't he the True Talking Express or the Truth <laughs> Express or some kind of the oh, Big I, Talk yeah. Express or something? Remember, he was, he was the Plain Talk Express, and he was for working people. You're telling me John McCain was the worst guy out there of taking out of taking out by American higher American, sir. Steve, uh, by by a wide margin, John McCain was always sticking these little poison pills into what they call the NDAs, which were these riders that would go on to appropriations. Um, and we, you know, he try to sneak them by us. We'd identify them, and then we'd have. The White House send a note back, but even with inside the White House, then we'd have to fight OMB, the Office of Management Budget, budget when uh, Mulvaney was there, because Mulvaney was one of these um, libertarian, ultra-libertarian, true believers who who didn't endorse Buy American. And I think if you think about the opposition to Buy American, Steve, the the Democrat Party lost its way when it began relying more and more on donations from Wall Street, 
uh, and became kind of a, a, a creature of Silicon Valley, uh, both the entrepreneurs and the tech folks there, as well as the social media folks. That's why the, the rhetoric of Ro Kayana is, is never going to match the reality of his endorsements of populist economic nationalism. It just, just won't happen. So you know, on the one hand, I'd be fighting these these Silicon Valley Wall Street Democrats on the outside and inside like Gary Cohn. And then um, on the Republican side, it would be the, the rhino Republicans, the Koch brother Republicans um, and, the, and the pure libertarians. And people need to understand, you know, Mulvaney is out there now on uh, CBS as a commentator. He's making like seven figures. I, I mean, I rip him from stem to stern. And let's take back America with facts, okay? And one of the facts of him directing OMB is he put in poison pill people. His chief deputy was a woman named Emma Doyle. And where did she come from? She came from the Pat Toomey tree. If anybody's been paying attention in the posse to Pat Toomey, he's the senator who never should have got elected from Pennsylvania, who hated everything about Trump trade policy, terror policy, and Buy American. And so you had, and so I was, I, Steve, it's like, it, it's like when I got into the White House, the biggest surprise I had was having to fight more people inside the White House than outside the White House to advance the president's Buy American, Hire American, MAGA tariff agenda. It was just crazy. And McCain, I mean, that, that SOB, and he was an SOB. Well, let him rest in peace. Let the man rest in peace. But boy, when he was alive, he was a one-man wrecking crew for MAGA. It just was wrong. It's just absolutely wrong. And so that's the kind of battles I had had to fight. And uh, they're still being fought today, Steve. Okay, but how American do you? But how do you? Before be, before we turn to the yeah, before we turn to the economy overall and 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 what we what people need to think about and know for their personal life and their community and their political life. How do you solve that? Talk to us about the book. If you're, if we talk about building up with these different organizations today enough people so you have the beachhead teams the landing teams the process once you win the presidency and the transition you start to put a beachhead team in that can go over to during the transition and can go over yeah. into these agencies and start to work on the basics of a really a handover it's kind of like relieve yeah. the watch on a navy ship then you get teams in right when you take over understanding not everybody's approved particularly the guys who are senate confirmed are going to take a while uh, and of course, Mitch McConnell in the Republican slow walk yeah. all the Trump guys. But we have yeah. to hit it this time with 3,000, 3,000, particularly in your area. There's probably a thousand people related to trade, manufacturing, economics that have yeah. to hit the beach or not Senate confirmed. So in the book, how do you address this problem today of how do you get yeah. the, the, uh, the Joanna Millers and these young, fire breathers that people that know something that are skilled that have worked how, how do you do that today make the posse feel comfortable that you're you're ahead of the curve here or how we're not going to have we're not going to because we're not going to have a we're not going to we can't miss a beat this time and this t tr this changeover from yeah. biden regime to trump is going to be very nasty they're not going to just sit there and go oh this is lovely you guys are here here are the keys it's going to be yeah. brutal uh and nasty how how do you propose in so, the book that we deal with this so, see, I think one of the, the most important parts of the Taking Back Trump in America book is the very clear articulation of not just what MAGA is, uh, but also why it's the key to prosperity. And, you know, Bossert back in the, the NSC used to say lead with intelligence to the extent that the deplorables and posse can lead with intelligence about MAGA and explain why it's essential to have buy American, hire American, manufacturing onshore, supply chains onshore, not just for economic prosperity, but for national security reasons. That's important. And I go in, in the early part of the book, I go through a journey which you were very much a part of. It's like there's two things that I point out. One, when my first participation in the Trump campaign in 2016 was helping to write the famous Pittsburgh jobs plan speech where we made seven promises on the economy and kept them all. And that, that was delivered in June of 2016. And uh, it, it was a learning experience for me because it was just lyrical the way Donald Trump, and he wrote a lot of that speech, would talk about the, the beauty and need for bringing manufacturing back. And then when you and I got in the White House, Steve, 
I always love coming over and look at, at, you, at your board in your office where you laid out everything we wanted to accomplish. You had a bunch of national security stuff, but all of the stuff on the economy was pure MAGA. Now, fast forward. Fast forward now. Signal here, Steve, is that we got to get MAGA Republicans in control of the House. Because if you don't, you're going to have forces which are going to block by American, higher American, as I've explained to you already, who are going to block things like uh, fair trade issues. And so that's that's kind of a key part of the whole journey. And so if we don't take back the House in November, it's it's just going to be a collapse of everything. And, and I think the best way to fight back now, because MAG is under attack. You know, we're the fascist domestic terrorists, you know, women, parents, uh, because they want to have parent, parental control of the curriculum or domestic terrorists. It's like, it, it's just, and they're putting people like me in leg irons and, and raiding Mar-a-Lago. These are the kinds of things that we need to eliminate. And the first step to doing that is taking back the House of Representatives from the Pelosiites. And this Labor Day is so special to me. It always was when I was in the White House. The Labor Day, every year I was in the White House, it was the one day where we could we celebrate the sanctity of the working classes in America and where I was free to talk and plan events and issues, maybe get executive orders signed in the name of what's the high holy day of the MAGA movement in the in the in the secular calendar it's it's there's two things it's memorial day the end endless wars memorial day and uh it's it's labor day uh for the uh, securing our borders and the other part of the maga triangle which is the level playing field with the rest of the world and we, we've got such a long way to go steve but we we gotta it's action 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 the cannon abandon the only way we're going to do that is be able to articulate what populist economic nationalism is, why it's the way to prosperity, and why it's the antidote to stagflation, and why all we want is decent jobs and decent wages and the, the, the peace and, and to be able to raise our families and our children in environments where they're learned and prepared for what is a dog-eat-dog global environment. Walk us through. Let's say you talk about the, the, the environment we're in tonight. Let's get the situation over. Let's do the SITRUP. We've got a couple of minutes here. Start with America, the United States, your assessment of exactly where we are. And then we'll, we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll finish America and do Europe and yeah. China. Walk me through. Give me yes. some headlines um, on, on America. Okay. So, so the, the only thing that the Biden regime can tout is a low unemployment rate. But that's, that's a shimmer. Um, we've had so many people leave the workforce because of policy blunders by the Biden administration that we've essentially created a labor shortage that's going to create a wage price spiral that's going to work to the disadvantage of American workers. We want real wages to go up. It's going to be very difficult in, in the circumstances we created. So there is that. We've got the series of hyperactive Keynesian stimulus bills that Janet Yellen's tried to sell us as supply side mechanisms, inflation fighters. That's the biggest lie that's ever been told. And that's going to be pulsing through the economy. And we're going to have this long term stagflationary issue. We've lost our strategic energy dominance, meaning that we are now heavily dependent on foreign energy once again. And that's going to keep both our energy and food prices up in a way which is going to restrict consumer purchasing power. We've got the stock market. I've said this predicted here, and I've been absolutely right about the market turn. When I first said it was going down, it's, it's down. Um, Dow's going to be at 25,000 before it hits 40,000 in the Biden regime. Take that to the bank. What that means for our pension funds and retirement funds is deep trouble. P P Peter, hang on for one second. We'll come back, talk about markets. And talk about energy, talk about Europe and China. All next in the world.
what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Taking Back Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro, available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon. Wow, welcome back to our Labor Day special. That is the best ahead, Navarro. Um, that's a money. That's a money. Well, you learned from the master how to do, do an ad, Steve. Do, do, do I get a? Do I get a? Do I get a, a spiff on this book? I mean, that pull quote, brass knuckles. I mean, I want to buy it. I'm on. Go, go to Amazon. I got to get my copy now, brother. I'll, no. I'll, I'll give you a signed copy. Trust me. No, 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 no. That's okay. That's okay. I love. It. I, I mark your books up. This book is going to be marked. This well, book you know, I mean, out. look, you're in in it throughout your your spirit and your words. And by the way, in the audio edition, folks, Steve actually recorded his parts, and there's some uh, some priceless stuff in there. Although you had to do three takes each time to get it right, but that's another story. Oh no! Will you stop? I'm a, no. You see, he, Navarro's trolling. He, every, I, hold it. I pride myself in being one take. Okay, I'm like yeah, Trump. I'm if you don't get it on the first, hey, you don't get it on the first. You don't get it on the first take. There's there's nothing there. There's nothing there yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, it's called, so, it's called um, live got, radio, huh? Yeah. yeah and then hold if it. the phone so, rings so, when you're doing the take, then. <laughs> You get the <laughs> now. Will you please cut My the bad. phone off? God, no. T tell the girlfriend you're it okay. It was Janet Yellen Labor Day. calling to ask me for some advice about stagflation. No, she said, "No, look, I've been listening to the War Room. You guys were right all along, and I'm screwing things up. Can you just open a back channel to me yeah. and tell me what to say so I don't screw this up?" Well, hold it. I want to. I want to go to that because the whole. Here's the problem. Cortez and Navarro on this in February of 2021. The regime wasn't 30 days in. They couldn't even find. They didn't know where the restrooms were in the West Wing, and they're there. And literally, Cortez and and uh, and Navarro are coming and saying, "Hey, this American Recovery Act. We're kind of looking at aggregate demand. We're not so sure aggregate demand is kind of cratered uh, like it has. This could be highly inflationary." And, of course, their energy yes. policy, which he comes in and writes the executive orders. Remember, the key to Trump economics as the key to everything is full-spectrum energy dominance, not yes, energy independence. Not full, Navarre brought this concept in that in every sector we have to be energy dominant. That means not just supplying the United States, but then having enough to actually make it a massive uh, export business. Right. And jobs everywhere. High paying, high valuated jobs. So and, and not just that, building the, the solar industry and the sustainable industry along logical uh, adult supervision, not bailing out all the venture capitalists that have buried them things on solar and have buried their buried themselves on uh, on wind, but actually allowing those infant industries to start to build and get their sea legs as you're having energy dominance 
in what we've done. Just remember, hey, we just have just one, one thing on this, yeah. Steve. Because this ahead. is like yep. a yep. if you if you look at the whole foundation of of Biden's stimulus stuff with the Green New Deal, um, it's predicated on two things: uh, foreign dependence on battery technologies and components for the cars that are going to get assembled here. So that's crazy. Um, and second of all, last time I looked, electric vehicles needed electricity. And last time I looked after that, there's simply not enough solar and wind to provide the electricity for those cars to go, which leaves the default of coal, nuclear, and, and oil and natural gas. So it's like it's a strategy that's doomed to drive up the cost of everything, everything. And yeah. it's like these people just don't get it, Steve. And, and the, the oh, whole I think premise they get it. here, the insight, I think they get it. I think, I think, no, I disagree. I think they get it. You, yeah, this is payoffs. This is, what state, yeah. this is what state capitalism. I just want to do some math and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Because this is what forecast. He's had three, and they call him wins. She's on her victory tour. But they've had three massive, and when Navarro says Keynesian spending, Keynesian spending is supposed to take care of when you've had drops in aggregate demand. As we preached at the beginning of this pandemic, you were going to have this valley. And for whatever was the reason, we knew it was the CCP virus, President Trump and people, you had to kind of bridge that gap. That's what we ta kept talking about these bridges when President Trump put this in because you had a collapse of aggregate demand, and that was exacerbated, obviously, by the lockdowns, et cetera. However, when you get to Biden's regime, they've had three massive spending bills three they've had the american recovery act which correct me if i'm wrong i think it was 1.9 trillion right they had the infrastructure bill was i think roughly if i remember correctly a 1.2 trillion or 1.3 trillion right so that gets me up over three and they just had and remember this last thing which was the mini build back better was really 800 billion and they say oh we got these offsetting tech that's all bs that's lies okay this was a payoff Joe Manchin finally woke up and said, with all that corn pone, you know, happy talk he was given, he got the joke basically in July and said, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to get defeated here in the Senate. I'm not going to have the chairmanship of that committee and the subcommittees. I got to cut the deals. My donors need to be paid off. My, the cor I need to, all the corporations that sponsor me need to be paid off. I got to get, and, and all the Democrats, they went there, and quite frankly, other people went to the trough too. You've had... Since the Biden regime's come in, besides, I'm going to talk about the discretionary spending. You've had $4 trillion, and it hasn't all been spent now, but it's program is being spent. You've had $4 trillion, $4 trillion in side pocket spending as these bills. Plus, wait for it, you had $2 trillion in discretionary spending in his first appropriations, $2 trillion. And you're going to have another two trillion that's coming up by September 3rd to say, hey, we really can't remember well, this is one. Uh, this is five September. We're coming up in 25 days. We're going to say end of the fiscal year. Oh, we can't do it. We need a continued resolution. The old games are going to kick it down the road. Bottom line, another two trillion dollars. OK, that's two, two, four. It's eight. Now, I realize I'll spend in this time period, but the two and the two are my point. That is all on your children and grand. I want you tonight in this audience today, when you're at the barbecue this afternoon, Labor Day, I want you to look at your kids and I want you to look at the little rugrats that are running around. You are burying these children under debt. That because right now, remember the debt ceiling comes up right after when is when they kick the can down the road right after right after the election. Right. And they're going to have some mumbo jumbo happy talk, but beep, 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 beep. And they're going to raise the debt ceiling. This is an orgy of spending. OK, this is an orgy of spending. And you know what it's to do? It's to bail out their corporate buddies. It's to bail out their donors. It's to bail out the lobbies. You talk about the swamp, which I think is too, too cute a term. This is the administrative state coupled with. The oligarchs in these industries, that's why they don't. That, why are they out with the 80,000 IRS agents? Why are they hiring 80,000 IRS agents? And their one ad was you got to be ready to use lethal force. That war room didn't put that up. Gateway Pundit didn't put that up. Peter Navarro didn't type that up. That didn't come up. The FBI didn't find that in the drawer in Mar-a-Lago. That one ad was not. 
That was on the site of the IRS. That was what they were looking for. Got to be ready to use lethal force. They took it down to me. Oh, didn't need that. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. up armor. The 80,000, yeah. the Senate Joint Committee says the money's going to come for two. Listen, bottom line, they want to suck the blood out of every entrepreneur. They don't want entrepreneurs. They don't want competition. They want industries that are highly concentrated, that you have regulatory capture, that you're, it, it, this is what fascism is. Big state-run industries like CCP with a bunch of cronies that are all in bed together, getting payoffs like we showed uh, Newsom the other day. And this is what leads to it. This Biden regime is out of control. And let me say how it filters down. The other day, because we're onto them and hammering them and you can't have these stimulus, because I said they're coming back after Labor Day. And trust me, they're going to lay on another massive stimulus package because they can't keep this thing. They can't keep this carcass going. And here's what they're going to do. You had Wolf the other day in Pennsylvania, and you're going to have Newsom. These governors of these failure states, Pennsylvania failure under Newsom. You got uh, the, the, the Democrats in New York failure. Pritzker in Illinois failure. California failure. Everybody's fleeing to go to a red state, Arizona, Florida, Texas, or they want to go up to the Pacific. They want to go to Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming and destroy them and get their, get all the, get all the liberal cooties up there, right? Here's what they're going to do. You see Wolf comes out the other day and says, you know what? I need to take the budget. We need $3,000 stimulus per person, per citizen. They can't keep this going on unless they print money. This is an orgy of spending. And yeah, it's a sugar high right now. It's this afternoon when you're at the cookouts. I want you to look your kids in the eye, and I want you to look at the little rugrats running around, the little grandchildren. You are burying them. They are buried. $30 trillion of debt, we're going to blow through the $30 trillion. Are you kidding me? We're going to be at $40 trillion so fast, and hey, guess what? When you had zero interest rates, and this is why they kept it low to pay for it, when interest rates start to kick up, all the discretionary money that we have is going to go to pay the interest on the treasury bills on the debt, and then you're going to have a jam. You've got to act like adults. Now, when Peter Navarro says you've got to get MAGA people in the house, we got to have these confrontations now. We have to sit there and go, exactly where is this country going? Every This country has been so great. Every generation, you know what they've done? They thought downrange, no matter how tough their life was, no matter how hard their life was. They always thought, what are we doing for the future? What are we doing for the kids and grandkids? That's what this is about. This is what Labor Day is about. Okay, short commercial break. The one and only, the fighting Bantam rooster from the White House, Dr. Peter Navarro, Stephen K. Bannon, take a short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room on our Labor Day special in just a moment. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Okay, this is a book that's not just about problems, it's about solutions. That's why we want to do this on this Labor Day. In fact, we do something every year with Dr. Navarro on Labor Day. Um, I want to go, also I want to mention, and you can get this for free, go to uh, birchgold.com forward slash, I think it is Bannon, the end of the dollar empire. Now here's what I made this for. I made this for every American citizen. If you, if your palms get sweaty when you think, you know, if you were a kid and you cried every night when your dad was trying to teach you math, or your mom's trying to teach you math, this is for you. Remember, the way the system works, they want you to know nothing about finance and capital markets. They want you to be totally and completely ignorant so they can run the deal and just bury you in debt. You ever wondered how you never get ahead in life? You keep working hard, right? You, you, you notice how that you're just like a hamster on the wheel? Part of that's the way the system's set up. They want you to be a moron and an idiot about how this whole thing's financed. My whole purpose here 
is to break this down so you can actually see that it's not that complicated. And if you have common sense, you can connect the dots. So we first we took the politics of money about how this country was built and from the re from the revolution to the founding of the nation all the way up to the Federal Reserve. Mainly the big political fights were about money. It's about money. Okay, that stopped. And they, that what they got afraid of is the populist movement under William Jennings Bryan and others started to pick up momentum. And guys like Teddy Roosevelt and the Trust Busters, boom, they set up the Federal Reserve. Okay, since then, the politics of money has really been out of it. It's coming back now and it has to be at a centerpiece of the MAGA movement because I'm all about ending the Federal Reserve. Now, the second part of that is how can they spend these big budgets? You said, Steve, how can they run these deficits? I can't run my credit card up. Yeah, the greatest export we have is not the dream of Peter Navarro to be high-value-added manufacturing there send, like we had back in the 19th and World War II when we supplied the world with great products and machines and equipment. Okay, it was America. We are a manufacturing powerhouse. The number one export in our nation by many orders of magnitude or what? Wait for it, the U.S. dollar. Every transaction in the world basically has to be converted into dollars. And what do I mean by that? If you're a drug dealer in Southeast Asia, you're converting your into dollar you're converting to dollars before you complete the transaction. If you're a manufacturing company in Germany, you're converting into dollars. The dollar is the 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 the, the uh, currency globally. And that's why we can run up because we're the prime reserve currency. Remember, since fifteen hundred, there have been five empires that have lasted for basically a hundred years. In the time of those empires, the Portuguese, the the Spanish, the Dutch, the British, and the Americans. Okay, now America, each have lasted for about 100 years. Their currency was the prime reserve currency. The dollar has had about a 100-year run. The pound had about a 100-year run before that, about a 125-year run. And now my, I'm making the thesis that if we don't get our house in order, as we're burying these kids and grandkids that you're seeing every day, the way we're going to do it is continue to print money. Okay, and by the way, if we printed money and you benefited from it, I might not have that kind of problem. But all we've had is a concentration of wealth right now in this nation. 0.5% of the people, of the elite, own more assets in this nation. When I say assets, I mean real estate, stocks, bonds. I mean assets. They own more assets than 90% of the people. 90%. If the revolutionary generation came back to this nation today, the revolutionary generation... And what their sacrifice was to break off from then the greatest empire in the world, the British Empire, because they did not want to be beholden to a landed aristocracy and a monarchy, right? They'd say, what have you done? We fought a revolution for exactly what you have brought back to this country, an oligarchy of Silicon Valley and big media and these big corporations along with Wall Street, the Larry Finks of the world the Black Rocks of the world, the Black Stones of the world, you have allowed to happen after we fought and put everything on the line to break off from an empire that was landed aristocracy and a monarchy, uncaring, that had, just like in Mar-a-Lago, didn't have, you didn't, had no Fourth Amendment rights. They could go in any house in the colony, kick down the door and take anything from you, round you up without any rights. The revolutionary generation fought for that. That's what this Labor Day is so important. This Labor Day is the high holy day of the working man in this country. And if you see the financial situation that we're in, and this financial situation is within your grasp to understand, and more importantly to change, when Peter Navarro says you've got to get MAGA Republicans in there because they're fighting for you every day to implement the policies of Donald John Trump. And those policies got us to, to let's go back to 2019, when the policies of Peter Navarro and Donald Trump and the MAGA nationalists were put into place in that Christmas, fall and Christmas. We had virtually zero inflation. We had 11% increase in real wages for, wait for it, not for the managerial and college educator, for blue-collar non-college graduates. The first time since World War II we had had blue-collar and non-college graduates at a greater increase than college graduates. Why do you think they're writing off the debt for the woke college elite, right? And making the blue collar people in this nation pay for it. It's obvious. Trump's policies work for the working class. You had zero inflation. You had 11% wage increase. You had stock market up, bond market fine. We had trade deals, not perfect, but you had trade deals coming into place that Navarre had been hammering out. You had the Chinese deal, not perfect, but the first stage. It was all coming together before the CCP virus, right? 
and then the big steal of Joe Biden and this regime. Don't ask me. Look back in your life for 2019. Tell me what 2019 was like. Tell me what Christmas of 2019 was. Do you have the worries that you have today? Do we have 20 million households? 20 million households in this nation, only 100 million households, 20% of our nation can't pay their electric bill, are going to have it cut off in the next 30 to 60 days. That's a third world number. As Dave Walsh tells us, it's only 15% in the third world, right? You have car repossessions at all-time highs. You have 41% of businesses did not pay their their August rent. 53% of minority of black-owned and Hispanic-owned businesses didn't pay the rent in August. Why? Because they look at the cash they got in and hey, I can barely make payroll. I can't pay rent. You're going to start having, for. by the way, all-time high on rent delinquencies, coming to an all-time high on mortgages not paid, and they're t- running around taking a victory lap. You know why taking a victory lap? Because their donors and the fat cats and the people that put them in office, Silicon Valley, they're booming, the top guys. Wall Street's booming, the top guys. Corporations at the top are booming. The top, the 0.5% who are their paymasters, it's working fine for them. What's not to like? They got it going good because you're paying for it. And now the one I want to do in the show is you don't have any more excuse, okay? We're the only show in the country, and quite frankly, the only show in the world, the reason the audience is so big, that break this down into understandable kind of concepts and constructs that you can sit there. And so you can't hide from it anymore. You can't say, well, I didn't know that. I didn't understand that. That's too complicated for me. No, it's your responsibility. This Labor Day is also the obligations that we have for the other 12 or 13 generations that come before us. Think of the struggle and the, and the difficulty in the labor condition of workers in this nation over the last 200 years, right? And think of what they bequeath us today. What do they bequeath us? A manufacturing powerhouse. Somebody that had a balance sheet that was the greatest balance sheet of any country in the history of the world, the greatest manufacturing powerhouse in the history of the world. And look at we've allowed this uniparty elites to do it. Dr. Peter Navarro. Tell me, what do I have wrong in any of that, sir? Steve, uh, unfortunately, you're describing the uh, accelerated managed decline of this country by a combination of elites who, with the help of the corporate media, are basically perpetuating all of the big lies um, of the Biden administration. When you were talking about I want to clarify something. It's like whenever we talk about uh, adding 88,000 FBI agents, uh, excuse me, IRS agents, um, it's important to point out that that's more employees at the IRS than we actually have now. That's more than a doubling of an agency, by the way, Steve. They're giving that money all up front. And this argument that, oh, those agents, now think about this, Steve. Those agents aren't going to be going after the middle class and poor folk to get taxes. But if you think like it as an economist, if all of those people take all the load over the 80,000 people who are there now, what are those people going to be focused on? You bet you and the middle class. So this is like this is just I I just (laughs) I just think Biden people keep doing Time after time, they do things that are incomprehensible unless you filter it through what is the reality of Steve Bannon and the war room and and how this world actually works. And, you know, we what we want to do, I think, um, for a lot of the rest of the show, if we can, because it is Labor Day, is talk a little bit about what's bearing down on us globally from both Europe and China and other countries around the world, because we don't. Yeah, we're we're not an island here, Steve. I mean, if you go over to Europe now, and you look at the mess that has become Europe with their own illegal immigration invasion, with their own energy crisis, with Russia, with their own supply chains broken into smithereens, and with our monetary policy driving up the value of the dollar. What's going to happen is Europe's not going to be able to buy any of our stuff, even as we're trying to buy their stuff, but not being able to get it. So prices are going to go up. Europe, Steve, Europe is a broken continent. And and by the time we roll around the next spring, there's going to be a lot of people that, that in Europe 
that died because of what's going on over there. And I'm not talking about the war. I'm talking about the economic conditions. And if you go over to, to communist China, they're, they're hang on, ho, 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 ho. Don't go to, yeah. don't, don't go to China yet. Not for, yet. For somebody sitting at home, for somebody sitting at home, it's out in Kansas or in Georgia, or up in New York City. They say, yeah, I got it. And they talk about this Europe, but what impact is that going to have in the United States of America? The implosion yeah. of Europe, Look, particularly in the energy policy. Give me, we're inextricably linked. Tell me how so. Steve, this is what I do. I'm the macro guy. It's like I'm the guy who looks at the chessboard and says, you know, what happens in Bonn doesn't stay in Bonn. What happens in Beijing doesn't stay in Beijing. So you have these these various chains of events. I mean, for example, Ukraine and Russia are an important part of the breadbasket of the world. You combine that with a period of weather now where drought is reducing crop yields around the world. And, you know, come February, we're going to be looking at significant food shortages um, that are going to hit the poor and middle classes highly disproportionately. Inflation is what we call a regressive tax. It hurts poor folk a lot more than it hurts rich folk. So you just take that alone. This whole notion of bad monetary policy raising interest rates being driven by bad fiscal policy driving inflation, then if you have higher interest rates here, the value of the U.S. dollar goes up. What does that mean? It means we buy more from Europe and we produce less here to send to Europe because the dollar euro becomes more unbalanced. And what does that mean for people in Kansas or Ohio or wherever it is around this country? It means less prosperity yeah so yes. um i mean and then of course you know overlay all the national security implications because Issues. once okay. we see instability in <laughs> europe and the governments there <laughs> hang that's on this is what's too. this is what's happening in the eastern ukraine the, the russian-speaking border ukraine okay short break we got china and peter navarre struggle to bring the supply chains back and to cut deals that actually would benefit american companies all next on the Labor Day special, where in the war room? Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Taking Back Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro. Available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon. By the way, not just a, a Trump White House, but really a rejuvenation of this country. It's all online this November. This is the reason on this Labor Day special we're focused very much on Peter's book, which is about not just issues, but solutions. If we don't win at every level, from school boards all the way to state legislatures, the House of Representatives and the Senate, I'm saying this as the guy that stepped in with, what, 90 days ago or 88 days ago in 16, and with President Trump, who was the greatest candidate we ever had, we're able to turn around that and lead to victory the country would have been over if hillary clinton had won over first off merrick garland would have been on the supreme court of the united states think about that for a second that little worm um but it would have been over okay they were controlled the house the senate the white house done the courts over we're at a big enough risk right now if we don't take the house and the senate same game peter give me a couple of minutes on china your struggles the ccp the existential threat not just allowed by jing but to the american allowed by jing and then tell me not just about the book, but about the message of the book, Dr. Peter Navarro. Steve, let me, let me just say one thing. When you stepped in in 2016 with 88 days to go and, and helped the boss take that one home for this country, that was a great achievement. <laughs> the shortest chapter in the book, probably for average reason, taking back Trump's America, you almost came in and, and did it again. And the story behind that is is in and of itself 
well worth reading. Communist China. Look, um, I go back to January of 2020 when the Chinese came over, didn't tell us they had unleashed a deadly virus with the help of Tony Fauci, and they signed this so-called skinny deal. And that was what we thought would be kind of the, the height of achievement in the Trump administration that would take us to even new heights. I, I thought and said at the time, this is a stupid deal. They're going to screw us. Um, and then shortly thereafter, the bottom fell out of all of that um, because of that virus. China, communist China, is the existential enemy of the United States. One of the great achievements of the Trump administration was to bring situational awareness and public consciousness to the American people of the severity of that threat. Donald Trump contained that threat for the four years he was in there. Since Joe Biden has come in, he's unleashed that threat. It's a threat economically. Back in the day, you know, when it was the White House, it had the seven deadly sins of economic aggression, the intellectual property, theft, the subsidies, the state-owned enterprise, the currency manipulation. But the Communist Chinese Party now is going way past that with their plan, basically, to take Taiwan, which, is a, which strategically would be a disaster because 70% of trade goes through the South China Sea. And by the way, Taiwan is a beacon of democracy. So this, this battle between communist China, one of the most important reasons to get Trump's America back in is to resume that fight, take it to the communist Chinese and win that battle. One of the great regrets that I talk about in the Taking Back Trump's America book is my inability to get to the finish line of executive order, which the boss could have signed, that would have held China financially and morally and politically accountable for the virus and thereby shifted the blame to them instead of the boss getting pummeled every day by the CNNs and MSNBCs and New York Times of this world. So this is our battle, Steve. And you've been there since the very beginning. You were the original China hawk. Uh, one of my deepest regrets is that you left me to fend alone in there for three and a half years. But, well, you were on the outside. You helped me a lot. And we actually got a heck of a lot of good stuff done. But there's a heck of a lot of stuff we left on the table. That's why so the, the Taking uh, Back uh, Trump's uh, America book no, is important. we got to get the back the House by the way, in November Navarre, and the White House in 2024. Yeah. Let me say that his previous books on China and, and, the, and the China war machine are pressing. I mean, his earlier book. I forget what I think the 15 book you talked about or the 06 book you talked about pandemics. You talked about SARS and about the potential 2006 coming come China. 2006. Wars. That's the one Trump wars. read that brought yeah. me into the administration. Fast yeah. forward later on. He ranked no, no, it as one of his top 10 books on China. 2006 book. 2006 book. Talk about pandemics. You're, you're still your crouching tiger is still, I think, the best quick handbook on the Chinese yeah. military threat, the kinetic war threat. This book, once again, we only got a couple minutes. How do people go to your site? Because you got all the great content there. Yeah. And then how do they go to the Amazon? Here, here's my ask to the posse on, on this solemn Labor Day where we celebrate the working class of America. Please go to PeterNavar.com. Read about the book. If you can, let's get this thing on Amazon and drive it up to number one on Amazon. Let's sell this book. Not, not to make any money, but to get the message out. It's the best description of what we stand for. And if we can articulate that well, that'll help us win in November, help us defend ourselves against the fascist critique of Joe Biden, and help us take back the White House 2024. We are at, a, at the, the worst possible state in America in my lifetime. And unless we turn things around, so it's action, 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 the cannon abandon. Let's take signal not noise and focus in november carrie lake doug mastriano tudor dixon mark fincham joe kent all the folks you hear about and all the way down to the school board level action 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 that's that's the canon of steve bannon g g give me give me your uh, getter how do people get to you on getter getter is the twitter killer you can go to peternavar.com to get the address it's real p navarro i've done tests um, same content on Twitter and Getter. 
much more engagement and spread with the same amount of followers. And and Twitter, I'm telling you, to this day, they shadow ban and try to screw every one of us. I say screw Twitter and let's get Getter moving. That is the key. Perfect. Birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. Get your end of the dollar empire. Part two, the falling prime reserve currency. You've been in the war room, our Labor Day special. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Peter, thank you. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.